All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Union Underground Podcast. I want to thank you guys for bearing with us uh, and missing last week. We had a crazy family weekend of adventures and good family time, but we are back this week with another round for you folks. I do hope you and you, you and yours are safe, in good health, and getting geared up for SHTF. Boy, that music is loud in my ear. I can't imagine what it's like coming through on y'all's side. Turn that down a little bit. Um, uh, before we get into this week's shenanigans, don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show on whichever platform you are listening on, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, or one of the many other services that carries this little show. Also, be sure to give us a share on all of your social medias. And give us a like and a share over there on the Facebook. All right. Questions, comments. You want to come on the show and talk tips and preps. We are always open to having you find folks on here. Or if you want to come on and talk about a product you have uh, that you would like to get word out about, don't hesitate to uh, hit us up and uh, we'll get you on here. We can talk about it. Just reach out to us here at the Union Underground Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, quickest way to get uh, all of the show's info and contact information and uh, quickest way to contact us is going to be through our link page, L-I-N-Q. Uh, and we'll have that link to our link page will be found in the show's description uh, right now. Well, not right now because I'm recording, but when we post everything. You know how we do. Anyways, um, let's see here. Let's close this song out opening song put on our podcast music wherever it's at oh wait there we go i'm sure y'all could hear it i couldn't i have to have it there's another button i gotta push in here anyways it's all good we're good to go all right um so uh yeah crazy weeks crazy last couple of weeks um i finally got a fan in here so if you can hear that in the background you hear this little humming um, I've got it on super low right now. It's under the desk here or under the table. So if you hear it in the background, I'm sorry. It's just the way it is right now. I know my legs right now are frozen, but it's like this little tower fan. It's like a little short, not even 12 inches tall, but man, it's powerful. It's keeping me nice and cool. So it's all good now. All right. So, um, real quick, I want to, uh, where'd I let it go? I lost my notes. Uh, yeah, uh, been crazy couple of weeks, uh, but real quick before we get into all this here, I got to share this quick story with you guys. Um, uh, um, so my 11-year-old daughter, uh, she says she doesn't scare when it comes to movies and that she does not believe in ghosts. All right. So um, uh, Mama has been gently feeding her suspense, suspenseful thrillers um, like signs and the others. Um, I don't know if you saw that movie. It's got like Nicole Kidman in it and everything. Um, so she's been letting her watch stuff like that. Not too scary, more suspense thriller style, uh, scary movies. What in the world is going on here? My computer just acted funny again, like it always does. I do not want to reload cause I'm afraid I'll lose all my notes. So we'll just leave it like that. Anyways. So, um, so anyways, she watched those movies. Now, granted, they watched them during the daytime because um, she's home, you know, summer break and everything. So they watched them during the day. Uh, of course, being the daytime, those movies didn't really phase her too much. 
but the original Pet Cemetery did. Now, before you start sending me hate mail and how bad of a parents we are and everything, it's an old classic horror movie. I know you know what it is. Um, it was scary, you know, for me as a kid, you know, and it and it 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 messed with her, you know, it scared her. Um, and thank God it did because now she does not want a cat. So that is definitely a win in the column for the parents versus the kids on that. But uh, anyways, as a typical dad, um, you know, I'm the type that I have no limits and I go for the jugular, especially when my kids are talking smack to me. So, um, oh, so, um, uh, yeah, so last week in one of our, uh, week, one of our adventures that we had last weekend, was I decided to teach my 11-year-old a lesson and let her watch Insidious. Now, if you don't know what Insidious is and you've never seen the movie, um, it's pretty intense. Uh, paranormal stuff and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, we uh, we took that route with her. Um uh, long story short, uh, we didn't make it through the last 30 minutes of that movie. She freaked out. And uh, she did learn not to challenge me anymore. Uh, however, um, we did pick up uh, Scary Movies to Tell in the Dark today. We went to um, Studio Movie Company, I think that's the name of it, and we got a copy of Scary Movies to Tell in the Dark. Um, so, you know what's going down next weekend. <laughs> so yep we're those kind of parents love our kids uh trying to raise them the best we can but sometimes you know we got to teach them a lesson uh i know she doesn't want to see that movie because she tried reading the books but um uh, she said the books were pretty intense for her and scary for her but we're gonna go ahead and let her try that movie out so yeah be, be good times good times here at our household um, I remember reading those books when I was a kid, and I, I adored them. I loved them. I love scary stuff, but that's just me and my twisted brain. All right, um, another side note, too, real quick before we get into the show. Um, me and my wife, we actually had a nice little date night. Finally was able to get out of the house, got a babysitter, and uh, got out of the house. Uh, this uh, last Friday, we got to go check out um, an artist named Tennessee Jet. Um, about an hour and a half drive to the concert, but well worth it. Um, so, uh, folks, if you are into rocking bluesy country music, uh, give this fella a listen, man. He's, uh, got some good stuff coming out of Southern Oklahoma there. Um, Tennessee Jet. So check that dude out. I don't know why I'm promoting music on the show all of a sudden. Um, we just had a good time. It was a great show. Um, nice fella. Met him and his wife and, uh, made a lot of cool, met a lot of cool people and made a lot of cool friends while we were at that show. So, you know, uh, music's universal and, um. You know, it's a it's a great thing. So anyways, um, enough with the non-prepping stuff. Uh, on this round of the Un- Union Underground, we're going to chat a little bit about being the gray man. Hold up. Wait a minute. Okay. I know. What is the gray man, Mike? All right. Fair question. If you've never heard of the gray man, or maybe you've heard of the gray man... But you're not quite sure on what that is. And believe me, same boat. I didn't know what it was when I started hearing about it. And I was like, what's the gray man? Because I'm thinking of this dude in a gray suit, hiding in the shadows and coming out in like a slasher movie type thing. But 
the gray man concept and theory is basically an extension of your OPSEC. Your OPSEC is going to be your operational security. Um, it can be as simple as something as trying not to be picked to answer a question in class or in a meeting, okay? Uh, basically just trying to blend in, all right? Um, it is a way of disappearing into the crowd so that you can move unnoticed when disaster strikes. Um, the idea is that you can conceal your preparedness by blending in with the crowd before or during an emergency. Uh, while, while it is gen generally referred to as the gray man theory, uh, this theory, of course, can be applied to anyone, man or woman of any age um, for who needs to blend into a crowd amidst a disastrous situation to conceal the fact that they have survival skills and or are carrying tactical gear. Um, when you think of blending in with the crowd, um, it's generally a negative thing, right? Um uh, we, we, nobody wants to, uh, just be like everyone else. Uh, you want to be unique. You want to stand out. Um, that is until there's an emergency and you're the only one prepared. Um, as a prepper, uh, you'll be ready, uh, when disaster strikes, but what will ever around you, what will everyone around you be doing? Hmm. Will they be maybe panicking? Yes, most likely everyone around you is going to be panicking, freaking out, going crazy, all right? Uh, in states of panic, people become desperate, and desperation can lead to people can lead people to do whatever it takes to stay alive. Um, at this point, you certainly don't want to be singled out as the one person prepared for survival. Um, we want to blend in as much as possible. And we've talked about that before, about the Lucifer effect and how people are going to do a lot of things that they didn't uh, think they would ever dream of doing. All right. Um, so we want to we want to be able to blend in as much as possible. All right. Now, uh, why use the gray man theory? Um, there are a lot of advantages to blending in with the crowd when disaster strikes, for starters. Uh, by not drawing attention to yourself, you'll be able to move more quickly and easily through the crowd without alerting others to the fact that you are prepared to handle the situation. Uh, also, by blending in and appearing to be among the unprepared, you are less likely to make yourself a target of uh, those in desperation who may try to um, take your survival gear uh, off of you by force. Um, the Gray Man Theory is... Uh, really about protecting yourself and your family and your loved ones by concealing the fact that you are indeed prepared to survive in the face of disaster. Um, now, this doesn't just mean uh, moving around and blending in. This is uh, being the gray man, um, being still, like at, at your home or your bug out location. You want to blend in as much as possible, all right? Um, moving forward, though, uh, benefits of gray man. Sorry, I had to mute that for a second. I had to clear my throat for a brief second there. Uh, benefits of gray man, though. Um, in a true disaster situation, your primary objective will be to move yourself and your loved ones as quickly as possible to a safe place, uh, whether it's your home or bug out location. Uh, most likely it will be to your home at first, uh, because the chances of being out of the house when, dis when disaster strikes, um, are going to be very high. So, uh, keep that in mind. Um, 
you know, disaster, it's, it's not something that, I mean, it's a disaster. It's, it's not something that we are going to be ready for. It's not like there's going to be a an appointment reminder set in your Google calendar or in your calendar in your phone. It's going to ding at 6 p.m. and say, all right, remember, uh, disaster tomorrow at 8 a.m. You know, it's, it's going to come on, on, um, on, uh, announced. <laughs> there we go. Um, that wasn't in my notes. I just threw that in there, and that's why I got twisted up a little bit. But I, I did get this cool new mouse. A cool new mouse, like it's a new thing out on the market or something like that. Anyways, I got a mouse from my laptop, and I'm able to use the cursor now to keep up with myself while I'm reading. So hopefully this is sounding a whole lot smoother than normal and not getting lost in my notes too much. All right. Anyways, in a disaster, everyone around you will have the same goal. Uh, get somewhere safe. Uh, but most... Uh, will not have a sound plan in place, uh, leading to frantic behavior and desperate attempts for survival. In this situation, disappearing into the crowd and not drawing attention to yourselves or your state of preparedness can greatly increase your chances of survival. Um, oh man, I know there's a part in my notes here I'm supposed to... Oh, there it is. Give me two seconds here. Make sure I got that out of my notes because I do not want to read that. And, of course, I skipped forward and lost my place. Anyway, here we go. In this situation, disappearing into the crowd and not drawing attention to yourself uh, or your state of preparedness can greatly, increases, can greatly increase your chances of survival. Uh, As most around you will be unprepared for disaster, you will undoubtedly feel the urge to help those in need. However, your number one priority must be your own survival. Um, And you should only help others if you can do it without endangering yourself. Um, I would highly suggest against this. All right. Um, Your number one priority, once again, is your own survival and your family's survival and getting to where you need to get Two, not worrying about others. I know it sounds cold and harsh, but it is what it is, and it's going to be what it's going to be at that point in time. Uh, but by blending in or becoming the gray man, you will less likely be uh, you will less likely to be approached by others seeking assistance, and more importantly, less likely to be targeted by opportunists looking to prey on those. Uh, with the forethought to pack essential items for survival situations. And those uh, items are going to be what's going to be in your EDC bag or your get home bag, or even if you carry your bug out bag uh, with you daily in your vehicle. Um, Now, how to be a gray man. Uh, The best way uh, to not leave, the best way to be gray man is to not leave a lasting impression uh, I'm sorry, the best way to not leave a lasting impression is to not leave any impression at all. Um, uh, this is the concept behind the gray man theory. It sounds simple enough, but uh, execution can be challenging. And we're going to get into that here uh, with steps to becoming the gray man or woman before y'all start. Well, not y'all, but some people might freak out and know you're not including women. But it is, you know, whatever. Um, the ultimate goal of becoming a gray man or woman is to camouflage yourself. Maybe I should say gray man or woman or kids. 
and then I got to go like or um, half man, half woman, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe I should go half woman, half man. Or I don't know. We're so cancel culture politically correct now. Anyways, now I'm starting to overthink this. Let's just keep going. How about that? Sound good? Thank you. All right. The ultimate goal of becoming a gray man or woman is to camouflage yourself into appearing as though you are just part of the crowd to prevent others from identifying you as a potential gold mine of supplies or information. Even information. You want to keep that to yourself. Uh, um, by exuding confidence and preparedness, you will draw in opportunists. Uh, opportunist who will attempt to capitalize on your resourcefulness uh, to the detriment of your own survival uh, to conceal the fact that you are prepared with survival gear and skills from others. There are four key areas that you will want to focus on. Those four areas are going to be how to act, how you move, how you look and how you carry your gear. Uh, the first one of those is how to act. Uh, the key to acting as a gray man is to appear average and non-threatening. Be careful about what you say and to whom you say it. Uh, being known as uh, strongly uh, antagonistic or too outspoken about your political beliefs can lead others to make assumptions about you and mark you as a prepared individual. Uh, maintain conversation topics within the norm of the group. If small talk seems to be the normal thing, uh, to do engage with others to uh, engage with others to not draw attention to yourself. Um, and now this is this this is what you want to be doing currently, not after SHTF. So you don't you know let people know that you are preparing, um, and that's something that I need to work on honestly for myself. Um, while uh, while a good understanding of your surroundings is a is paramount in a disaster. Be careful to play down any attempts to scan areas for escape routes or possible problems with security. Uh, this type of behavior will be noticed and lead people to question what you are looking for or worse, what you are trying to protect. Uh, one important skill to learn in adapting a gray man persona is maintaining your privacy without appearing overly private or obviously standoffish. Uh, when speaking with others, keep eye contact to a minimum as someone is uh, more likely to notice you if they look into your eyes. Even brief eye contact when passing on the street can form a connection, making you more memorable than those around you. Um, next one is going to be how you move. Um, Knowing the local landscape can be a tremendous advantage um, as the better you know local streets and landmarks, the better able you will be to navigate them and uh, alter your route to avoid uh, troublesome areas. Uh, like if you work on one side of town, but you got to drive like through the hood on your way home, um, you may want to you may want to walk around uh, that area, which will be adding to your route. But um, in making your trip longer to get, you know, home or get to your uh, your bug out location. But safety is going to be the key thing here, folks. So do not forget that. When moving, appear um, as much as possible to go with the flow. Uh, walking with a purpose, but not urgency. Uh, any rapid motion will draw attention to you and raise suspicions as uh, uh, as to your motives. 
uh, when navigating a crowd, make gradual progress. Uh, cutting through a sea of people at a sharp at sharp angles will draw attention uh, to your movements and make you appear suspicious. Whether others perceive you um, as a survive, uh, whether others uh, perceive you as a survival or a threat, um, either one can slow you down. Um, unless it would impede your own safety, always appear to follow the herd. Uh, like um, if everyone, uh, if everyone turns around, uh, uh, sorry, if everyone around you uh, like turns towards an explosive sound or gunshots or something like that, and they gasp, join them. All right. So brush up on your acting skills, but don't Meryl Streep it. All right. Don't overdo it. Uh, you don't ever want to be the one person who is unaffected by an out of the ordinary event. Because we as preppers, we know stuff like this, that's going to happen. Explosions, loud sounds and stuff. And it's it's going to be one of those things where we're going to be prepared for it. We're going to be ready for it. We know it's coming. We know it's, 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 it's bound to happen. So you just got to go along with the crowd and, and act surprised. All right. Just like if you know there's a surprise birthday party coming for you and you got to walk in. Everybody's like, surprise. And you're like, oh, my God. You know, so play it up. Just don't overdo it. We're not going for an Oscar here. All right. Now, if you need to break away from the crowd, try to make your exit alongside a small group of people, keeping enough distance so that they know you're not with them, but close enough that you don't appear to be alone, which makes you appear less vulnerable. Uh, when observing your surroundings, be as, be as discreet as possible. Uh well, I just, I think I misspelled that word. Uh, leverage your peripheral. Man, I just, I wrote this word out and then don't even know what it is. Oh, your peripheral. <laughs> brain fart. Totally brain fart. I need a fart sound button here. All right. Remind me to get that. I'm going to put a fart sound button for when I have brain farts on this show. All right. <laughs> Leverage your peripheral vision, um, well, uh, as well as decoy objects, uh, such as like a piece of paper, to give the impression your attention is focused, um, focused on the object as you are surveying the area. All right. Um, if appropriate, wear reflective sunglasses that hide your eyes, but not uh, don't wear them at night. All right. Uh, this will be allowing you to free the freedom to scan rapidly without drawing attention to yourself. Um, I know that's something that I've got to uh, get my wife into doing because she does not like wearing sunglasses at all. But um, in a situation like that, she probably needs them on so she can uh, scan the area with her eyes moving and not moving her head and, and drawing attention to herself. Anyways, um, if you need to engage in activities that will make noise and draw attention, uh, draw attention your way, try to take advantage of predictable noises to help mask uh, the sound of any breaching you may need to do. Predictable noises uh, include white noises that people are accustomed to hearing and therefore raise suspicion. Sorry, I got to adjust my level there a little bit. I was getting this weird sound. Um, for instance, uh, uh, wait for like a loud bus to pass before climbing into a dumpster um, or synchronize busting a window um, or a door with like a loud, si uh, loud siren. Um, if you get into a building... Uh, um, if you need to get into a building, uh, choose a door near a noisy HVAC condenser, like your AC unit sitting on the ground outside. Um, 
while it's running, that'll drown out a lot of the sound too. Uh, these preparations may take a little extra time to execute, but those few moments of patience will ensure your activities go unnoticed and may save your life. Um, next uh, on the list here is going to be how to look. Um, it goes without saying that when you are trying to appear less prepared than you are, uh, camo prints and other uh Outwardly tactical looking clothes are not going to be the best choice unless, of course, you are in a situation where that type of dress is the norm, such as like a hunting trip. Um, while you don't have uh, while you don't have to dress head and toe in gray, uh, subtle colors, subtle color choices blend best into crowds and make it easier for you to move unnoticed. Ideally, you want to keep any tactical gear concealed. This means packing your pockets and bags strategically to allow for quick access to key items. Uh, Reflective objects and bright colors will draw visual attention, so ensure items such as your knife are tucked inside your uh, clothing or your bag and not hanging from like your belt or your pocket. Um, Also, if you happen to wear... uh, um, Reflective material or highly visible colors, uh, like for work, um, that's going to be very noticeable, uh, as well as any large text or uh, memorable um, insignias that you're wearing on your clothes, all right? Um, I know my job, I got to wear PPE. I got to wear a bright yellow shirt with reflective tape on it, but I wear an undershirt under it, um, so that would be gone in an instant. Um, uh, any focal points can, uh, draw attention to you and hinder your attempts to blend in. Um, and just a quick side note on that, and this isn't even in my notes here, but about the highly visible colors and stuff. Um, one of my previous jobs I had, we worked outside, um, teaching, uh, as an instructor and we had a student get kicked out of the school one day, and he called up to the school and threatened to come and uh, do a drive-by. And they, we had to lock the school down. We put everybody inside the building for safety. We were locked down for a couple of hours while the police were notified and went and got this dude. Um, but they couldn't really catch him. They, they couldn't find him. So... Um, they kind of they they finally lifted the lockdown on us and everything, and we went back to normal uh, stuff. Well, we wore bright reflective uh, vest, yellow vest with reflective tape on them, and the students didn't. Just the instructors. Well, I knew that you know if this dude was ticked off at the instructors. He was going to go after yellow vest, so I immediately took my vest off. I took my work shirt off, and that was for me to blend in with the regular students, be the gray man. Um, so, you know, luckily nothing ever came of that. He never showed back up. He was just talking out his butt, but you know, it's, it's situations like that. All right. So it, you know, as a prepper, you, you, it, it, these things go off and you do things naturally. Okay. Or they should come natural to how to respond to situations such as that. Um, anyways, if possible, carry an additional item with you that can, uh, instantly change your look. Uh, such as a hat, sunglasses, or jacket, um, as this can be quite helpful. And I know here in Texas, whew, we've been getting close to them triple digits, so a jacket might be out of the question right now in the summer months. But once again, if it's survival, I'll do whatever it takes. Um, if someone does happen to peg you as a target, uh, you can use the item to uh, 
uh, you can use these items to slip under their radar um, as they scan for you in the crowd. So you can throw a hat on, throw your sunglasses on, throw a jacket on, whatever, and blend in because they're going to be looking for, you know, if you're not wearing sunglasses, they're looking for facial features or your hair, you know, and cover it with a hat or your jacket because they're looking at your shirt. Stuff like that. All right. And uh, one last thing on how you look real quick is be mindful of the way you smell. Believe it or not, scent is a major memory trigger. So try not to have a noticeable scent about you when trying to blend in. Um, Ladies, all that perfume. Gentlemen, all that cologne. All right, try to get that off of you, all right? I know I'm not saying don't wear it, but, you know, if you can, you know, change clothes or whatever, you know, get that scent off you because scent is a major trigger. All right. Um, now, next up is how you carry your gear and what you carry. Um, the simplest solution to carrying your gear unnoticed is to find a discreet everyday carry bag. And we've talked about our EDCs. All right. Now, it doesn't have to be a tactical bag or a tactical sling bag. It can be just a regular backpack. All right. Um, but you want to carry something that is discreet and it uh, blends well with your typical daily routine. Uh, like I said, backpacks, messenger bags, they're commonly seen on commuters and are good choices as these tend to be less obvious. Um, you can also find uh, pocketbooks with uh, compartmentized interiors that can make it quick and easy to access your gear. Um, quick side note on that, a good source for uh, small tactical tools is a company called Grim Workshop. Um, you can find them online. They make uh, credit card sized tools and little kits that can fit in your wallet. Um, they're very discreet. Um, just uh, be sure to, uh, if you if you go that route, be sure to uh, take all of that out of uh, your wallet or your purse or whatever if you're going into like a courthouse or you're getting onto a plane because they will confiscate it. Um, they're made out of uh, stainless steel, I believe, and they're, they're tough little boogers. They got... All kinds of stuff. Go check them out. I'm trying to get those cats on this show here because uh, they've got a, an amazing product. So Grim Workshop, go check those guys out. And no, they're not an affiliate or a sponsor of the show. Just throwing that out there uh, for uh, carrying. You know, if, if you're in your EDC, you need to carry some stuff. Very small, very discreet, very lightweight. You can buy a bunch of it and put a lot of it in your bag, and you're good to go. Um. <clears throat> anyways, another good choice that... Uh, Lends itself well to blending is a jacket or vest with a uh, with a streetwear outward appearance, but um, hidden storage on the inside. Uh, pants with pockets, especially cargo pants, are um, excellent for storing gear, but may not be the most appropriate choice for people who work in an office with a formal dress code. What I would suggest on that is if you carry an EDC, I would get a pair of cargo pants and a spare t-shirt Roll it up real tight, put some rubber bands around it, and put that in the bottom of your EDC bag so it's not in your way. Um, so you can change clothes if you need to, if you work in, in an office and you've got formal uh, dress codes at work. Or even just leave it in your car, either or. All right. Um, now, the gear you carry with you daily should also be discreet. If you want to be a gray man for, uh, if you want, <clears throat> let me re- say that. The gear you carry with you daily should also be discreet if you want to be a gray man or woman. For example, for self-defense, you may opt for a tactical pin or a discreet 
folding knife. I carry both of those things on me. Actually, I carry multiple folding knives on me. I'm using some fixed blade knives. Anyways, a compact flashlight that can be easily carried on a keychain without without, um, attracting attention. Another great thing. Remember, guys, we don't want to draw attention to ourselves, so we don't need that 10,000 lumen spotlight that we take hunting and fishing at night. We need something small just to give us a little bit of light at certain times. All right? Stay away from the glow sticks on this situation. Those things you can't turn off, and they can draw a lot of attention in the darkness. All right? Anyways, um, and even a paracord bracelet can be worn every day. Um, and I, we see a lot of people wearing those things. Um, you can wear those even with your formal dress, especially if you wear long sleeves, like a like you got to wear long sleeves and a, and a dress coat to work, fellas. But that paracord bracelet on under, it's hidden in everything, all right? Um, with a paracord bracelet, that's going to give you over 15 feet of rope right there on your wrist. And believe me, I use them. They have um, saved my butt on many occasions at work and out in the woods at last minute uh, notice. All right? So uh, those are just some things there, that uh, some little ideas that you can have whenever um, carrying tactical gear, all right? So uh, let's see here. Now, just a Cliff, no- Cliff Notes version of all of this, okay? Um, how to be a gray man. Once again, what is a gray man? Being a gray man means blending into a crowd or your surroundings during any dangerous situation to hide the fact that you have survival skill, survival skills or gear on you. Um, who can do it? Anyone can. Though it is called gray man, it is generally theory that can be, it is a general theory that can be applied to any age or gender. Um, and how do I become a gray man? Remember these key things here. Dress in uh, muted colors. Don't draw attention to yourself with bright colors or, you know, things on the front of your shirt, you know, that draw attention. Um, do not wear tactical or military-looking gear or clothes. Walk or move naturally if possible. Appear average and non-threatening. Um, if you have to move, uh, move with the crowd and appear to go with the flow. Keep weapons or survival gear hidden and be discreet when surveying the area. All right. Um, basically, think of it like you're being a spy because that's what it is. You know, you, we got all these spies and stuff and, and you know, we've, we've got spies here in the U.S. We send spies to other countries um, and it, they're blending in. It's to be the gray man. All right, that's what they're doing is they're being the gray man. They're blending in and, and, and being one of them, you know, whoever they're around, all right? Um, so, you know, it's, it's uh, definitely something that needs to be practiced, something to be thinking about. Um, I hope this did get you uh, thinking about a new skill to practice um, because being the gray man is crucial to survival when moving around and when surviving. Um, also, uh this here can be, like I said earlier, it can be applied to your home, uh, making your home blend in um, to to be like the gray man home. You want your home to blend in, you know, putting putting up like a eight-foot fence, you know, trying to build an eight-foot fence or ten-foot fence around your backyard after everything goes down is going to draw attention. It's like, okay, they're building a big fence. What are they hiding back there, all right? Um 
and it, it's it's you know you 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 want to blend in as much as possible and not draw attention to yourself. I try to do it every day at work so I don't get called on for volunteering for having to work Saturdays, but somehow I still managed to get called in and or volunteered to work on Saturdays a lot of times. Anyways, um, I hope you guys and gals learned a little something this week on all of this here. I know I did reading about all of this from the multiple resources I used. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, me doing this podcast, I still learn too. Okay. And, and like I said, in the very beginning of doing this show, I'm no expert. I just love to read about prepping. I love to read about survival skills. I love to try them out. Um, and I'm just trying to pass the information on to you, the listener. Um, it's, this is, none of this is by any means, you know, my way of saying you have to do it this way, you know, do your own research and find what works best for you and your family on all of these, on all of this here, on all the shows that I've done, all the information I've given out on the show, you know, you still got to do your own research. You know, this is all just a basic, um, just a basic get started jumping off point especially for beginning preppers, all right? And that's, like I've said, that's what I've geared this podcast towards is for beginners. And that's why I'm trying to keep it simple. I could have definitely done a three-hour show on the gray man, especially with all the stuff I read. I could go into so much detail, but it would have, I I know it would have given y'all a headache and y'all would have been bored with all of it because it would have given me a headache and I would get bored reading about all of it, but it's stuff that needs to be read. So it's, it's one of those things that we have to pace ourselves. Um, just like with prepping, we have to pace ourselves. Nobody goes out and buys a year's worth of food overnight. All right. That's crazy to think that anybody could do that. Or no one goes out and buys all of the gear for a bug out bag or their, their, you know, look, get their bug out location and go build on it and have it all ready to go in a weekend. It doesn't happen like that. It takes time and prepping takes time. The gray man here, this is going to take time. It takes practice. It takes more research. This is just the jumping off point for it all, just like all of the past shows that I've done. All right. Um, there's there's a lot more to everything that I talk about. I just hope that my show, you know, gives you guys that jumping off point to say, all right, this is what I need to study because I didn't think of this here. So that's the purpose of this show. All right. I really enjoy doing it. I love the feedback that I'm getting from you guys. Um Y'all have been great. We're going to keep doing this until um, either SHTF or Tiatwaki happens um, or y'all just stop listening and I don't see anybody listening anymore. As long as I have one listener every episode, I'm going to keep doing this show. All right. That's my guarantee to you guys. Uh, Sorry we missed last week. Um, I do apologize for that. Uh, Just need some more family time. I know that I've done that in the past. So if I do miss a week, it's because I'm having family time. Um, and I usually post about it on Facebook, um, to let you know, you know, didn't do a show cause you know, yada, yada, yada. I don't, I try to be as transparent as I can with y'all as much as possible without giving y'all every little detail of my life. Um, because once again, I'm trying to blend in too. I'm in the same boat as all of y'all. I'm prepping. It's about survival and, you know, that's what we're all here for. So, yes, there is a lot of stuff that I do not tell you guys. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that I would not expect y'all to tell me uh, when talking. So, you know, it's just part of, you know, OPSEC, you know, and, and keeping some stuff uh, top secret or confidential. All right. But regardless, 
I'm still going to give you guys as much info as I can without uh, boring y'all or uh, having your brain turn off on me while listening to this show. All right. So, uh, there we go. Uh, other than that, guys, that is going to get us through another round of the Union Underground podcast. Remember, hang on here. There we go. Uh, remember, um, where are we at? There we go. Uh, if you have questions, comments, or you want to uh, come on the show and talk preps, or have a, or you have a banging product you want to promote, hit us up at the email at the Union Underground Podcast at gmail.com. Follow and subscribe on whichever platform you are listening on. Share us with everyone and give us a like over there on the Book of Faces. Oh yeah, and if you would like, and I totally cannot believe I forgot this here. Uh, we have now gotten Union Underground shirts. I've already mailed one out to the great country of Denmark. I know you're listening. I need some pictures posted on Facebook that you got that shirt. All right. So show us that you're wearing it over there in the great country of Denmark. And one of these days, I swear I'm going to get over there and visit because I love that country. All right. Anyways, if you are interested, they are going to be 20 bucks right now. So here, we're in June 1920. I think it's like the 20th or something. Uh, I'll tell you what, for the remainder of the month of June, we're going to sell them for 20 bucks. All right, that's going to be up to a double XL uh, and twenty five for a triple X. And you know what? We'll probably just leave it at that price anyway. So disregard that there. All right, twenty bucks for a shirt up to double XL, twenty five for triple XL and up, um, and that is going to include shipping. Uh, so if you want to order one, uh, you can just get over there and hit us up through the email at the Union Underground Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, email us with the size and the quantity of how many you want, uh, and uh, payment can be made through PayPal. Uh, do all that first through the email. Let us know you want one, and we'll send you another email uh, on how to pay through PayPal because that's going to be through a different email. Uh, for right now, we are having a little bit of trouble over on our link page uh, getting that set up to where y'all can order them through the link. But we do have shirts. We got stickers. We got bracelets. Oh, and I will be posting a picture of our new Union Underground flag that we got in finally. Yeah, we got a Union Underground flag to fly high whenever we go to shows and stuff because we're getting geared up for this season, and we're going to be out uh going to some uh, uh, events that are roaming around hopefully very very soon so we're going to have a flag and we're getting a banner how awesome is that alright that's it I'm going to get out of here and gear up for another crazy week of madness at work hope you guys have a safe week ahead love you guys God bless y'all stay safe stay vigilant and like always we're here we're ready we are the Union Underground Bye.